No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to a brand new episode of Word Bros. Season 2. Season 2, episode 3. James Maddox, a good friend of ours. He runs a fantastic con in Huntington, West Virginia called TriCon. It's it's probably one of the better one-day shows out there. If you live in the Midwest, if you're within like a four-hour drive of Huntington, West Virginia, get a table, go out there and enjoy yourself. It's a wonderful time. Get yourself a biscuit from Biscuit World because it's fucking great. Even though I got to say last time I got a biscuit. From Biscuit World, it was not as great? I don't know if the chicken was cooked enough. Like, cause it, you, know, you know how some of the biscuits are real thick, like the meat, like the chicken biscuit? Yeah. It was, and it just didn't taste. It wasn't enough. yummy, right? It wasn't, yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't cooked enough, so I tossed it. See, my thing with Biscuit World is if I'm going to a place called Biscuit World, I'm getting fucking biscuits and gravy. That's just mm-hmm. my deal. And that's what I got the first time we went to Biscuit World. Now, last year at Huntington, I did not have any biscuits whatsoever. So oh, That's right, because you were on your weird diet thing. Yeah. But I saw you guys when I was leaving Biscuit World pulling, and you didn't get anything? I, I got a uh, just, just uh, scrambled eggs and bacon. How was that? It was just scrambled eggs and bacon. Yeah, you can't really fuck up scrambled eggs. And bacon. I mean, it wasn't awful, but I was like, you know, the typical fast food restaurant scrambled eggs and bacon. Because okay. I because I couldn't have any biscuits, so I was like, I'm not even gonna do it. And Drew was like, Really, you're not gonna have a bit? I was like, No, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And I was and he was like, Dang, you're really sticking to it. I was like, Yeah, because there's no way I'm gonna get results if I keep on just like having crap here and there. So. Yeah, I know. I agree, man. I agree. And uh, I gotta say, biscuit rolled for me. It's I'm one for three. The first, but I think the first time I shot myself and actually, you know what? I'm two for four because I had a really good time with you when we went. My mom and I had great fucking chicken biscuits. And then one time I got just a sausage biscuit that was kind of shitty. And then last time my um, my chicken biscuit wasn't cooked enough. And just and I, It might have been cooked enough, but I'm really weird with chicken. I don't even know why I eat it. Like I'm afraid to touch it like it's fucking nuclear waste. <laughs> Like I'm going to get salmonella just by looking at it the wrong way. And so every time I make chicken, like I'm constantly washing my hands. Like I'm in the abdominal strain. Like I'm fucking taking this first layer of skin off my hand so I don't get this terrible disease. You just need a suit, like a Dustin yeah. Hoffman suit. Like yes. in that movie, what was that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, like not, not that one. The other Dustin Hoffman movie where they were like with a monkey and they had the suits. And Isn't that fear? Outbreak, that- outbreak, 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 outbreak. There you go. So that's what you need. You need one of those like contaminant biohazard suits yeah, i just get i get really weird when i get around chicken for some reason like i just it yeah i just instantly think i'm gonna die like i don't know what it is that's but like, crazy that's a that's a you're a warrior though so i get it that makes sense you're a i warrior. am 
you're a worrier, so I get it. Because I don't worry about anything, and you're the actual opposite. Like, you worry about everything, and I don't worry about anything. Yeah. That's why you're always like, where's Kevin? It's, it's this time in the morning. It's like, he should be back here by now. And that, and that sucks, because I, I forget that you're a worrier. I mean, that's what I am. I, I learned it from my mom. Like she would, she would always worry about me. As a matter of fact, today on my way, my wife's way home from work. Like I asked her to go to the grocery store to pick something up for me. And she left work at 4.30. It was kind of rainy and crappy here. Um, I called her and I was like, where are you? It's like quarter to six. I was like, where are you? She's like, I'm not home yet. I was like, why? You should be here. Like I, I was worried sick about you. I thought something terrible happened. She was fine. I just worry. I worry. I worry. I come from a long line of warriors. <laughs> you do. So. Well, without further ado, yes, let's be worried. Let's let's we're gonna we're oh worried. Oh my gosh, we're worried about James Maddox's Kickstarter because it kicks ass. So we're worried that it could kick your ass. And you know what? It just might. It just it could. Is alive. Look at you. <laughs> and he's serenading us. He he has come to serenade us. Now is this your is this your first interview post accident? Uh no, I did one. Bitch. I know. Sorry, man. I thought we would get the exclusive. <laughs> You're gonna get the Bobber Walter shit, okay? I'm not opening it up to just anybody. <laughs> so um so yes yeah, so james maddox uh i'm recording already you um you have a kickstarter going right now with gavin smith what have, yes that's news i saw gavin at cincy comic expo and you weren't there and i was sad because gavin what? gavin is far less enjoyable when you're not around is is, is is it because gavin does does hate your tom waits when doves cry is that why he was no, i don't know i'm just saying uh, uh gavin is Gavin is more charming with James around because I love James, and it's just because James Maddox is so charming. It's That's because it's because it's because James Maddox. A little bit of Maddox makes everything better. It does. <laughs> and I'm really happy that you're alive. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm I am having too. my good days and my bad days about it. You know, it's uh, <laughs> some days it's like, yeah, this is great, and then other days I'm like, man, you know. Death, sweet Death. release, come for me. <laughs> See, I knew you'd get it. <laughs> There's some people I can joke with that, and uh, they're they're cool, and they get like that kind of dark sense of humor. Um, there are other people that are just like, don't say that. Probably your wife, I bet, is one of the people that are like, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, James, um, you've got this Kickstarter going right now. Uh, it is called Dead Legends. It's on Kickstarter. Um, we're recording this. There's 12 days out. I believe when we put this thing out, there'll be like seven days out. Tell us all about the Kung Fu madness that is Dead Legend. All right. So, Gavin and I had been working on a, a horror pitch, and it kind of fell through. And we were talking at Derby City Comic Con, of all places, um, because that's where the you know the cool things happen. That's where the that's uh, where the action happens, boys and girls. Do you think it's, it's the hotness? Do you think it's San Diego or or NYCC Nelson Derby no. City? <laughs> I don't think Derby City is a thing anymore. So um, anyway, so I ask him. You know, at, at first I say I'm sorry that you know all the all the things went down. Can I cuss on this podcast? Of course, of course you can. I just you know, you know who the fuck we are, James. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I always want to ask that question on the air so I can make sure that I get it in writing, kind of thing. Uh, anyway, 
I'm you got like, it. Hey, I'm sorry all this shit went down. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been more offended, James Maddox. Um, You're like, going to censor your, cur- your curse words with the bat wang. Oh, sweet. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Okay. Um, but I asked him, I was like, if you could, if you could illustrate anything, what would you want to illustrate? And he brought up the idea of doing a martial arts throwback in the style of like Enter the Dragon, Bloodsport, that kind of thing, um, where the fourth issue of the five issue run would be just enough said straight up fight scene. Right? <laughs> so wait a minute. So so the so this is a what four act five issue uh, graphic novel, and the fourth issue is just all fighting. Yep. That's awesome. That's yeah. that's like twenty pages of fighting. Yes, we want it to be brutal. There's going to be like a few little plot points I throw in, but there's no dialogue. Really? Know? Yeah. So, um, so I, 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 he, he, you know, gave me a few of the characters that he was hoping to kind of toss into the mix. Uh, I came up with a story that we were both happy with and just ran with it. That's awesome. And I wrote the first issue uh, to perfection you know, and I handed it over to Gavin. And the, when he when he illustrated it and, and sent it back to me, I realized that the fight scene I had written was not there. Gavin just like went off and took off and did his own thing because he, he knows what a fight scene is supposed to look like, you know? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So uh, that, was, that was my first, like, I don't know. That's when it dawned on me that I had found like a collaborator, you know, somebody that would take the reins and make it better, you know, someone I could trust to get the job done. And, you know, it's from there, we've added, you know, Farrier and Marissa and Sheila and created this team. I mean, it's an Ocean's Eleven kind of kind of situation we got going on here, you know? Okay, so so Marissa Luis is doing colors and Ryan Farrier is doing letters and Sheila, Sheila Bellari Bellari is editing. Editing, yeah. That is that yes. is like a that's a dirty dozen of. Uh, <laughs> you've got a superstar crew, son. Yeah, so you're yeah. like you're like LeBron James and the uh, Miami Heat over there. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, we put together a really great crew. Everybody is hopefully you know, going to be able to give them, give them the chance to, to do their thing. Uh, you know, Kickstarters are, are weird because you just, you never know. We have no idea what you're talking about. What do you know? We know nothing about what you're talking about. We know nothing about asking for $25,000 and talking about it every day, every second for 30 straight days. I have no idea what you're talking about. We never did that. It was funny because, and I'm going to get real with you. I'm sorry. Before the wreck, I was like, oh my God, the Kickstarter. What if we don't hit goal? I'm freaking out. And then after the wreck, I just, I was like, okay, well, things, things will continue to happen. You mm-hmm. know, like what's now, the worst that could happen? Now, for those, of you, that happened, happened, right? for those of you that don't know what James is speaking about, what, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago? <laughs> no, at this it, was, point? it was just over a month at this point. Just over a month ago, James was in a horrific, uh, I, I would say, say, I mean, it was exciting. Uh, it was, um, it was life altering okay so, yeah we hydroplaned on the interstate we rolled the car twice and landed on like upside down and uh for you sensitive people out there i will 
refrain from going into too much detail, but my wife got out just fine. Uh, my friend in the back seat got out with kind of a black eye uh, and then, you know, some scrapes up along his back. And then I got out with a degloved forehead. Now, uh, what does that mean, a degloved forehead? That means the sunroof burst open and at some point sliced my forehead across the top. Whoa! And then as I was, my head was out of the sunroof, the asphalt peeled me back. Oh, holy smokes. Oh. Sorry, I, I said I wasn't going to go no, into detail. No, 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 that's you, crazy. I mean, you almost got fucking like Cliff Burton, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Was, it was, uh, I, saw, I saw the last doctor visit to do my checkups. I went and they took pictures of me on the operating table. And like, it was me laying down, tube down my throat, my skull exposed, like <gasps> dirt and glass and grime wow. and shit, like just everywhere. And I'm like... That's not me. That, that, I mean, <laughs> I mean man, that. Why did you uh, do like the horror movie magic on me while I was knocked out and on the operating table? That's not me. Right? Why are you showing me pictures of the uh, John F. Kennedy? Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, so yeah. After you get through something like that, like the challenges of a Kickstarter get dulled down just a little bit. Small potatoes, right? Yeah. Small well, potatoes. it's not because it it was it was important to me uh, after after talking with friends and because I had canceled everything. Like I was I was out of the game. I wasn't going to any more cons. Like I, basically, my year was done. I was just going to stay at home and be mopey and play video games all the time. That sounds awesome. I mean, it's not really too far from my usual routine. But, <laughs> um, but after talking with some friends uh, and, you know, support from everybody in the comics community came flooding in online. People were sending me shit. Like, it was it was very heartening, you know? Like, you, you got to see, like, there's a lot of bad shit that happens on comics Twitter and comics Facebook and all that. But to see as many people come out and be like, we're pulling for you. We, we got your back. You know, we hope you get better in every way imaginable. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's why, that's why we're in comics. That's why I'm on comics Twitter. That's why I interact with this entire business is because the people that are great are really, really great. You know? Uh-huh. But think uh, about this though. Think about how dying would have really shot your career through. The oh world. yeah. No, we, I mean, we, like, we would have made to tons of sense. Yeah. Like if, if Gavin would have went on the sob <laughs> story and be like, James is dead. <laughs> Our Kickstarter needs a million dollars. I would have had some eBay shit happen. <laughs> I'm a little upset about this now that you mentioned it this way, Bob, because like I have clown and it's autographed. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that would have been. Well, no, no, what I'm saying it is. It was funny, though, when, when, uh, when we wrecked, I got out of the wreck and I felt and I saw the blood and all the things, bad things happening. And I go sit on the side of the road and, you know, Mary's coming up to me and she's like, you know, you're going, you're going to be fine. I'm like, I don't think I'm going to be fine. But listen, here's where my notes for all of my series are. <laughs> I, make sure make sure Becca gets a hold of them. Have Becca and Dave finish out, you know, metaphorical her. Like, I was in business mode even then. So. That's good. That's, you know what? It's because you're pro. That's because you're yeah. a pro, dude. You're pro as fuck, James. Now, you're, you're talking also now uh, because you do have a Kickstarter, Dead Legends, with Gavin, but you're also doing uh, a comic on uh, Webtoons, yes? Yeah. Online Webtoons. Tell us about that one. 
Uh, well, Webtoon has given um, me and David Stoll and Stella Dia and Justin Birch kind of the opportunity to do a story that I am really excited about. So uh, Becca Caden and I have been working on this story for a while and we finally just, I don't know, got a lot of momentum going. Uh, it's about poetry and ambition and just like visual metaphors. It's, it's, I don't know. It's the thing that I've always wanted to write. And the fact that Webtoon has given me the ability to do it, I'm just super stoked. And it really sucked that we were supposed to come out on August 17th and then the wreck happened on August 13th. And so that, that, push back the launch so right now we're still waiting to see when we're going to actually launch this thing okay um but when when i know you'll know okay, okay. good good what i'm saying too james is don't be afraid to play the pity card be like look <laughs> i almost died help my kickstarter out bro i mean do that shit son you're a fool not to i mean i know i'm sure that i'm <laughs> making myself suffer uh, hey, james if i can drink hot sauce like, <laughs> you can exploit, 15 days straight. I can exploit the uh, the, the near death, death and then complain about my gastrointestinal yeah. problems. Then you can definitely complain. Exploit yeah. your near death experience to your full maximum <laughs> of profitability, friend. Yeah. Well, like I said, I my the more important goal for all of this was to get back in the mix. Is to yes. is to do cons. Like I've been to Rose City. I went to Keystone. I'm going to New York. Um, you know, we're doing the Kickstarter, like nothing ends, nothing stops. Like I, I Which is wanted- amazing, by the way, I'm going to say like, that's super respectable. Like I understand that your, your other stance was like, Hey, I'm going to be bombed. I'm going to play video games. Right. But and how do cover, you, but then you're like, fuck it was, this, I've yeah, it was more self-preservation than anything. For right. Sure. It's crazy to me that your brain was either like all or nothing. Like, that's <laughs> like, how did you, how did all defeat nothing in this, in this internal struggle that is James Maddox live on Word Bros? <laughs> I mean, I, I like to think that uh, I, I push myself a little bit, maybe a little too hard from time to time. So, uh -huh. but I'm an extremist. I, I, I do the thing all the way or I don't do it at all. So, yeah. Whatever that's worth, I don't know. Now James James Maddox is also a Renaissance man that we, no. we we forget to mention. James Maddox runs helps run a con out of out of West Virginia at Huntington, West Virginia called one of Bobby's favorite cons and one of my favorite cons, Tricon, out of West Virginia. He's in a band. Yeah. He writes comics. What what can James Maddox not do? That's my question. I mean, obviously he cannot take a hit from nunchucks. That's one thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. We did that video and Gavin uh, was like tapping me on the head with him. I was like, dude, hit me. All right. <laughs> Rear back, hit me as hard as you can. I'll tell you if it's too much. Um, but yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, I and he do, does his own stunts too. I like, do my own stunts. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, we do Tricon West Virginia and Huntington West Virginia. Uh, it's me and Eric Watkins that put that on. Um, I'm in the band Quiet, which is spelled Q-I-E-T. Um, so it's a four-letter word. Yes. I tell, I tell everybody in the Midwest that'll listen that you run one of the best shows around. It's a perfect one-day show. It, you're in, you're out. 
Uh, Huntington, West Virginia is a, is a wonderful town that's, that's hungry for comics. I feel like people save money all year for this show. Yeah. Like they just bring it all to shoot their wad and it's a great time, man. Like it's a wonderful town. Well, thank you. We, we like to think that we bring out the comic crowds in Huntington for sure. Um, and we've had a lot of people tell us indeed that they do save up just to come to the show and spend it on not, not just like to spend it on, you know, media people or, or, you know, classic comics, but on indie comics specifically. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. I had some of my best days at your show. Like, it's amazing. Like it's such a wonderful time. <laughs> and then if you're cool enough, which luckily Kevin and myself somehow are. Are you going to let out the cat out of the bag here? Is no, that- not <laughs> at all. I don't even know what you're talking about. There's a five guys right up the street that closes. <laughs> And I don't know how, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how a five guys closes anywhere, but it's a wonderful time and it's a great, it's a great show and I really love it. And you know, when I say this, I really mean it. I'm super glad you're alive. We, I'm super glad he's alive. Plus we have to tell him like about, about what happened because he was so busy that day. We didn't get a chance to speak to him again. I didn't get a chance to see him again until what was it tidewater like a few months ago yeah. and that was before that was before, yeah, that, was before that was before tricon so at tricon we brought bobby got the ash cans really fast for metal shark bro mm-hmm. so he had them we he brought a few to, to tricon and we were like just bringing it to try it out and people were going like ape shit over that so it was kind of like crazy and that's where we were like is this a is this really a thing are people really freaking <laughs> out like this over this seven pages and that's where we had the first conversation about this might be a thing like we didn't know for sure but it was at your show i love that kind of stuff like there are there have been a few uh instances where comics have been created or a movement you know between people has been has been made uh that's that is a high percentage of why we do that show is just to hear the stories of Oh yeah, I met this creator here and now we're doing a book or, you know, yeah, we had this thing, we decided to go all in on it. So I'm glad. That's it's such, a, it's such a wonderful time and I'm rooting for you so, so hard on this book because if it's one thing that I, I love more than comics, it's martial arts. And like, so <laughs> this is, so what you did was you went to Gavin, you and Gavin have been working together for quite some time, but this was early on in your relationship and you were like, hey man, like, what do you want to draw? Like, that's how you approached uh, Gavin? Well, we, we, we had been friends at that point um, for a couple of years. So we, we just enjoyed hanging out together. We knew at some point we were going to work together. We just didn't know what it was going to be on. Um, and then, you know, the, the opportunity for us to focus on something that was ours came about. And Gavin knew that I would go out there and hustle my butt off. Um, he knew that I would write a good story, I hope. Um, he, he knew, he knew basically my strong points were there and I knew that his strong points were there and it's been nuts because to work with Gavin is, is interesting because like, I thought I hustled. I thought that I went out there and did the promo thing. Gavin has been like punch for punch with me. So it's, it's been very strange to have a, a collaborator that, also gets uh, gets out there and puts himself behind the microphone or hits as many cons as he does. Oh my God. Like I, again, I thought I did cons, but that dude does cons like crazy. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of like 
an interesting thing to go in on a project with someone that is basically like your mirror image where I'm on the writing side and he's on the illustration side, you know? Mm-hmm. And we, and we like laugh at the same jokes and it's just a match made in heaven, really. Now, what do you, now when are you guys getting married? When's the big day? Yeah, does, yeah. Does, Mary, does Mary know? He's actually getting married in November. Uh, so I can't, are, I can't. Uh, are you going to have a, uh, a fucking Dustin Hoffman, uh, Mrs. Robinson moment where you show up and be like, no, no. <laughs> does anyone object to this union? Yes. Well, that's, that's great, man. That's and like, great. Um, well, and, that, and it's the cool thing. And I'm sorry to kind of keep harping on this, but tarp away right now with dead legends and with metaphorical her, like I'm, I'm working with my best friends from everything from illustration to editorial, like everything is going, you know, the way that I really wanted it to. And I never thought I'd have the opportunity to make it go this way, but to make comics with your friends is it's special. It's just special. It's, it's, it's the thing that you always hope you get to do. And, you know, sometimes you try to get into a project with somebody and you kind of, you know, feel out the, the positives and the negatives, but going into both of these, I was like, I know what they are. I know what we can push. I know that we're going to have stellar product and hopefully make a dent in, in the whole thing. Now, how do you balance friendship and a professional relationship? I mean, you just said like Gavin's like a brother to you, you love the guy. So yeah. like, how do you, if you have a problem with something that's on the page or he has something uh, vice versa, how does, how does that relationship work? How's that dynamic? Well, I think that that's, again, the positive is because I know that uh, I don't have to sugarcoat. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I can just go up and say, hey, this is, this is, there's a problem here. I'm not saying that I know the answer to it, but I know that there's a problem here. Let's examine this a little bit and then we'll go back over and, you know, we'll, we'll figure out what's what. But so far, you know, our tastes run all in the same. So when Dave turns over thumbnails or roughs for metaphorical, he's blowing my mind every time. He just turned in some yesterday that were absolutely insane there were there were some like like panel work that incorporated gutters that uh, it's just it's amazing to to know that you're working with somebody that has a a caliber of talent that you know you you just didn't expect or maybe you should have expected for some reason you didn't uh to be surprised like that by by people that you can honestly look at and be like listen you know i wouldn't bullshit you this was awesome now, for some people that may not know, it's uh, webtoons.com is the website. It's called Line Webtoons. Um, you're basically, this is a, a webcomic that scrolls down. So, like, as you scroll right. your page down, you're telling the story. So, how is it, like, writing every page is a page turn like how how does that work out like because as i was reading it because i've read waltz i've seen yours because you showed me a preview i've read other ones on the site as a writer i'm thinking like what the fuck like this has (laughs) got to be one of the most challenging things out there because you're writing every every page is a page turn moment yeah you don't do odds anymore everything is yeah it's like page turn page turn page turn page turn it's like how does that work out uh i i i love writing in vertical format um, I don't know. It's, it's definitely a different thing to get your mind around, but once you get it, like it's, it's pretty solid. Um, and as far as the page by page, like I'm really happy to do page by page, 
but it's a different animal completely. So to kind of like understand or compare the two, it's, it's really not possible for me to do. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure it is, but it would just sound lame, you know, cause I'd be like, Oh, well you have to do the pacing right. And, um, words uh but <laughs> you my, don't say words okay. <laughs> well, well my but my thing was i understood um very very quickly that doing a webtoon format was going to be something that i would need to focus on so dave and i had actually started this as just your standard you know comic pitch or whatever and we had it set aside in in page format and then once we started getting into adapting that idea to a vertical format, you know, you, you enter in the, the whole thing, you enter it in with like, at some point we're going to print this thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I got about two episodes in with that mindset. And by episode two, I was like, fuck it. No, this is bullshit. We should devote ourselves to the format first and then worry about all the other shit later. Because first and foremost, people are going to be viewing this in a, in a way that they're not used to, you know, reading comics if they're if they're more of the traditional bent. Um, and we want to make it as dynamic and as beautiful as possible. So, writing for a webtoon format um, became the, the main thing. And you know, Dave and I sat down and I was like, we need to forget the whole idea of doing this thing in print. We'll, we'll figure that out later. If it comes about, that's great. If not, we've got a killer vertical comic that we're going to make. And so far, like once we threw out the notion of, of print involving it with metaphorical, once we took that out of the equation, we were able to come out with visuals that challenges it. I mean, like it literally challenges the reader to, you know, experience something a little bit different. Mm -hmm. And um, you, you find tools that you didn't know were in comics and, you know, maybe you can use those to, to jump back over when you do page by page. But for now, I'm, I just, I really love the dynamic, you know, presentation that comes with vertical. Yeah, because as opposed to dragging eyes from left to right, you're dragging from top to bottom. Right. So it's like, it's, it's a totally different mindset. And I think it's good that you kind of got out of the idea because if you're going to dedicate yourself to the format, you might as well completely dedicate yourself to the format. And it lends yourself for one day, perhaps printing on a scroll and you can yeah. have scrolls of comics. That that, have to I had that idea. Fucking... <laughs> I still wanted to do that. I actually had that idea. I was like, what if we, uh, what if we did a scroll? Cause I did a, did this, a is, this is why I love you. This is why <laughs> James Maddox comics wizard. I have a scroll. <laughs> well, I did a, uh, a short story for their horror anthology last year after New York city comic-con that came out. And when I was going to Emerald City, I was like, I really want to show this to people. How cool would it be if I just had a scroll and people would come by the table and I'd just be like, unfurl. You know? and oh, I'm so, sorry, that's, that's my dispel magic uh, scroll. I apologize. Let me scroll that back. Um, but yeah, that's not so bling, that's the eye of Agamotto. <laughs> I, I looked into what it would take to print this thing out and it was like, for a four inch wide comic, it would have been 67 feet long. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, maybe not. You know what, yeah. that's the 
that's the Kickstarter you got to run there, brother. Yeah, it's for the 67 foot comic. <laughs> the how comic long? scroll. And I just love the idea of someone asking, so how long's your book? Oh, 67 feet long. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it depends on the width, really. I mean. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, let's focus back on, uh, on, on Dead Legends because that's what's going on right now. That Kickstarter is live as we speak. Now, tell me, James Maddox, Tell the word bro audience, what is this book about? Like, give, give, me the, give me the pitch, dude. Give me the hard pitch. Here it is. Let me hear it. Bang. Dead Legends is go. All the charisma now. Oh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so at the beginning of the book, there's a, there's a fight scene that ends up in a death, uh, and one of the combatants' wives. Uh, oh, that's horrible. Hold on. I can, I can do better. Uh, you know what? I, 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 I can maybe edit that too if need be. Uh, all the charisma now, take uh. two. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I'm really bad at selling uh, books to publishers because I'm just like, it's good. It's me. You know, I write a good story. So well, I mean, but it also fits. Pitching Stop. is very Come difficult. On. It's hard. It's, it's hard. It's the most difficult aspect of comics. Like sitting down and banging out 30 pages <laughs> is easy. Like getting your story formatted in a one-page document and praying some fucking intern somewhere at some gigantuan fucking publishing company reads it that's a whole other ball game before kickstarter when we tried to pitch metal shark bro imagine what their face like so you guys want to make a comic about a shark man who made a deal with Satan See, and has a talking eyeball. That's great. I would, I would green light that in a heartbeat (laughs) but I mean I imagine the faces were like I'm not sure I understand what this is. We got some good. I mean, we got some good feedback, but let's let's find out about. I want to find out about James' stuff. And and I think we're also doing. Hang on. We're also doing a good job stalling, so James can think. Let his brain start cooking. Oh, I'm not thinking at all. I'm I'm always (laughs) my pants, man. But it's interesting. Like I never, before all this started, obviously I wasn't thinking about anything but writing, and then I was actually trying to sell things to people and get them, you know, like basically so that the creation wasn't coming out of my pocket. So I still haven't got, uh, uh, you know, whatever. I still haven't got the whole art of the pitching thing down, but let's give it a shot. Okay. Okay. So in Dead Legends, we have a widow that's seeking revenge for the murder of her husband. Um, She finds the person that did it and she goes and discovers the only way that she can get to that killer is by going and catching him at a tournament. But before she gets to the killing blow right from the gate, uh, she stopped and she realizes that she's going to have to go through all the tears and fight all these really badass combatants to get to her final goal. Um, On top of that, you have a champion who cannot lose. And in fact is so tired of winning that he's, drinking himself into an early grave but every time he gets into the ring it clicks back on and you know he just wins so he's got he's got an interesting scheme to kind of knock himself off of his off of his seat interesting. Uh, we've got assassins that come in that are second guessing their contract because they get drawn into the drama that's going on with the with the other contestants um it's it's literally just Straight up, if you can think of some cool things that you saw in 70s or 80s kung fu martial arts uh, movies, we've, we've tried to create a, a love story got, to that genre. You've got a little bit game of death. You've got a little bit lion heart. You've got a little bit drunken master. Like, that's, yeah. that's the fun of doing, like, 
like kind of genre fiction because you can just freely kind of pick and choose your influences and your because i mean to be fair like i love kung fu movies i'm sure you do as well gavin sounds like he's into it so is kevin they've done everything like there's no stone yeah. left unturned so you might as well just kind of start making like a voltron kind of story <laughs> here and just put something together and see what happens you know yeah yeah and and that's that's really the the mindset that i mean when gavin and i before we put down word one of the script gavin shows up at my house before heroes con with enter the dragon and blood sport and we stay up all night and watch those movies and then he's like, this, this is what I want. And, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man, let's, let's, let's figure it out. So See, it's cool because Kevin and I have a Kung Fu book that we're working on, but ours is kind of like in the more run, run shawl version of Kung Fu. Like, mm -hmm. so it takes place in the distant, like in the long ago past, you know what I'm right. saying? It's like, like, a, fantasy. Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, like a fantasy setting Kung Fu as opposed to like a gritty seventies kind of street right. style. Well, so that's, that's kind of the main, the main thrust of what we were doing. We wanted to take all those fight scenes and those moments that you cringed at a hit. We wanted to put that in comics form. That's awesome. So, you know, Gavin, Gavin has done some really brutal shit uh, <laughs> so far. I can't wait to see what he does because now that I know that he's going to carry the fight scenes and, and basically like run choreography on those, I've just written fight scene and you know, he, he's going to run wild. Now when you write, because this, this Kevin and I have actually talked about this before on the podcast. Now when you give such loose direction uh, with a fight scene, like do you have a, like a specific ending in mind that that's how it, you want to end it and that's the only part of the fight scene you write or do you just let him have at it? Well, my thing is I definitely want to end on a dramatic hit for okay. like the final of the fight scene. So I'll put in that hit, but from the opening of the, you know, the squaring off to that hit uh, is really just whatever Gavin thinks works best. Um, yeah. So it, it's, it is freedom. There are plot points that I like, if somebody's in the background making a handoff or something like that, I put that, into this into that you know page and i say hey we need this to happen somewhere during the fight scene um and as long as that gets in so far it's worked out great now then see that's what we actually pretty similar to the answer that we gave on that so that's, that's good interesting that it's interesting that that your approach to that was is the same way that we felt was the best approach to it because trying to like choreograph a fight scene is probably really hard when you're writing. And I've heard and, and I've listened to enough comic podcasts to know that some writers do that. And I'm just like, wow, that just seems like crazy yeah. amounts of, of like trying to figure out how to write that down in a format wherein you could just let the artist be like, this feels more natural. And I, and I think that the way that you're talking about doing it actually helps promote that natural feel to a, to a fight. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the, you know, the thing with, again, I'm going to keep talking up Gavin, but Gavin loves wrestling. He loves, he loves all that stuff. So he's aware of the different moves. Like he's tossing in certain styles of fighting, certain moves that you would see in the movies or on the screen, you know, on the TV um, that I don't necessarily have knowledge of. I just, I think of a really fun hit that I, 
I believe would make an impact on a reader and kind of throw it out there. Whereas Gavin knows why it makes that impact and why it looks so good visually. So he's taking the reins on that. Um, I mean, half the characters of Dead Legends are modeled loosely after wrestlers. <laughs> that's, uh, one of them looks like Kenny Omega. Like that's, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the guy with the leather jacket is very Kenny Omega-like. And I was like, huh. And then when I found out that Gavin was super into wrestling, it made sense. Now, it, it's funny that you talk about fight scenes, Kevin, um, because sometimes I even feel like almost heavy handed when I'm just doing like back and forth dialogue when I'm doing panel descriptions, because the artist knows what looks better visually than me trying to explain like, so-and-so is standing there with a stern look on his face as <laughs> Steve watches on intently. Like sometimes I even feel heavy handed in that aspect. Like how do you balance that out for yourself, James? And is it different working with Gavin because you guys seem to have like a natural, uh, kind of rapport no everything outside of the fight scenes i'm still writing full scripted like very you know detailed work uh, my scripts tend to be very detailed in terms of both narration uh <laughs> narration in terms of like me describing the scene and then uh i, I give a lot of you know links to to reference that has inspired me that kind of stuff um and if i can't find the right pose or the pose that i've actually conjured up in my head in a google image search or something like that I'll, <laughs> I'll go ahead and you know take a picture of myself and send it along and be like this is more what i had in mind so you also do like the fucking pantomime acting at your computer screen when you're like how this character looks like this hmm <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay cool because and, uh, i find i find myself doing it as well you know yeah and it's all in service of getting the job done you know like i want to make sure that what I have in, in my storyteller brain is getting through to the collaborator so that they have, you know, the, the goods to work with. And then they get to do their interpretation of that. And whatever comes out the other side is us kind of smushed together. That's awesome. um, and yeah, that, and that's the best thing about comics is you get not just one person's perspective of the thing. You get multiple people's perspective or at least two, you know, mm -hmm. um, so unless you're one of those artist writer people, which, you know, fuck them, fuck them, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. I love all of them. I'm just super, super jealous. Um, but yeah, so like coming up with, when I write a script, I come up with the ideas uh, that make me excited about whatever it is I'm writing about. And then, you know, you just put it out there as best as you can as, as, succinctly as you can as defined as you can and then you've done your job and then you go back and revise you know and you talk to your your friend that you're working with and hopefully come out with a really good product all right. all right. Well, uh, the Kickstarter for Dead Legends is uh, is going on now. Check that out. Go to Kickstarter. We'll post the links of it as well. And then your uh, webtoon, your line webtoon should be out hopefully soon. Let us know when that happens and we can promote that for you as well, James. And Absolutely. I mean this I mean this in all honesty, and I'm sure I'm speaking for Kevin, even though sometimes I, I hate doing it. Like, I am very glad that you are alive because you are one of the good dudes in this business. You're a good friend, and, uh, and I, I appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you, James Maddox. Thank Thanks, good. Thank goodness. Thank go, Thank you. go support you. James's Kickstarter. Make sure you make sure you get lots of stuff on that Kickstarter because he almost died. Since he won't do it, I'll do it for him. <laughs> True. He did. He did. <laughs>
<laughs> James Maddox, everybody. Good night. <laughs>